Oh, we finally got it working. Ladies Happy and gentlemen. Happy New Year's, you fucks. Welcome back to the world's number one. Or we're probably the worst. Like, there's five million podcasts in the world. We're probably the worst, which is probably as good an accomplishment as being the first. Happy New Year. We're all back. Now, just before we start, I'd like to thank the good people at Caffeine Gum Australia for keeping me awake for nearly 25 hours at this point. Uh, without you guys, I don't know what I'd do. So thank you. Also, just uh, we've obviously got some netball fans that listen to this show. I've uh, just got to give a shout-out to one of the big-time netball teams that just bought some gum. So obviously, I'm a huge netball fan. Really? Yep. That's how you know they don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> and long may, that, long may that continue. Jed Gillespie, how are you? Mate, I'm a bit fucking, uh, I'm a bit dusty. I flew flew back yesterday to the motherland um, and I had a stopover in Taiwan, Chinese Taipei. How was that? Uh, you, you made it through, I saw. Yeah. Mate, China Airlines, actually very good airline. I, I got a, I can't fly without getting an exit row these days. Now, I know you've just lost 20 kilos from fucking barley belly, but- I can't do it. Mm. Thoughts, comments. No, no, I can- like oh, I'm the same. Like, funny, I've had one experience with Chinese Air. Um, it was obviously on the way to Hong Kong, you know, special administrative region of the Chinese government, um, who we value and really enjoy a lot. Big um, fans, great dumplings as well over there. But uh, there were two two non-Chinese people on the plane. There were two guys over 110 kilos on the plane. And, of course, they sat us both next to each other. Um, did you have a similar experience? No, no, no. I, I paid for my – I've got some little hacks around. I know which um, which seats will and won't get booked. So I always book one that I know there'll be a free one next to it. Um, and I, I usually upgrade myself. So I had no dramas this time. Did you have dramas? What's going on here? Oh, I guess I guess not everyone. Um, you're right. Not every single first class seat is going to be booked. So, so it's, <laughs> and and I, and I think you can almost get seats with almost no one next to you in first class. So, bro, I couldn't get back at the time I wanted because flights are so fucking expensive at the moment. Uh, a one way direct flight to Hong Kong. Now, flying direct to Hong Kong shouldn't be a big thing. It's a fucking eight and a half hour flight. The week that I wanted to come back, like. Any any day in the six day period was over two grand to fly direct one way. Yeah, to keep that in mind, I've flown uh, return to Hong Kong for eight hundred Australian. Mm. So return, there you absurd. go. Like that I got, absurd. I got home for sort of seven fifty one way, and I thought I was fucking killing it. Um, now, can why- I start? The, can I start the show just before you you go on? I'm I'm going to say something very unpopular. But you you have a family of people who understand the economy, and this is not a well thought out theory. It's just something that I've been pondering since being in a country with incredible lifestyle for significantly cheaper than what we pay here. Like, yeah, I spend more today than I did in the last week over there. Yeah, admittedly, I couldn't eat or drink coffee or drink booze for the last <laughs> or week. Leave your bed, but yeah, or yeah, leave my on. bed. But for the minimum wage. Increases the cost of living. Having a compulsory minimum wage increases the cost of living. Yes. Without question. So, yes, it's good, but because you have that minimum wage, the cost of food goes up because you need, because the the jobs that tend to pay the minimum wage are the, the essential jobs like food, supermarket, 
transport, stuff like that. And because you have these minimum wage, the cost of it goes up. Therefore, the cost of living goes up. Yeah, there's a little bit of economies of scale because you can do things for cheaper over there. So you don't need to be paid as much to live well. But that's um, because so there's no minimum wage. Not necessarily. They also don't have put stupid taxes and tariffs on various things that we enjoy during our life, like beer and smokes and fucking. Uh, some wine they, wine they do for some reason. Yeah, they might. But like yeah. in terms of what our stuff's taxed at, like you can still go to countries where, oh, well, I'm fucking speaking to the converted here. Like you can go to countries where a pack of, pack of smokes is a dollar. Like it's, look, yes, the, the, the minimum wage does do that. In a free market, the minimum wage would set itself. But- we don't do that. Well, the, the, that ended that argument pretty quickly. I'll yeah. just look in and go, you know, you paid $2 for a coffee over there. It's because rent's cheaper. It's because uh, employee wages are cheaper and therefore you have a cheaper cost of living. But you don't need to earn as much money to live a good life over there. Whereas here, you pay $7 for a strong arm and extra hot cap. Obviously, three <laughs> shots because I'm not a fucking pussy. Nah, no pussies here. And you know, you know what I mean? Which is like three times what you pay over there. Yeah, would yeah. There's a lot going on. I mean, we pay a lot for everything, mainly because we we make ourselves pay a lot for using our cars, turning on our lights, and that's just all we don't have to. It's just what we choose to do collectively. Have you got any sensible things to talk about? Like I was yeah. I was hoping you'd kick off about that because I I know you're a big fan of No, I uh, you know. <laughs> Oh, the other thing. Can we talk about George Pell dying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, fucking controversial. The the fucking media controversial figure, George Pell. <laughs> it, it's well, it's not for me. It's not very simple. It's 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 a it's complicated. The case the case itself, which I followed very closely is like any of these cases with the NRL players getting in trouble with girls. Like, it's like any of these cases, right? It's it's Except it's 40 years ago. Now, I'm not advocating for him necessarily. In fact, at all, I'm not advocating for him. But the case itself is so dicey. So it's – no one will be able to celebrate or, like, celebrate his death necessarily, say, like, oh, he's a good man. There'll be none of that. There'll be a lot of people sort of scolding him, I suppose. But it's it's a it's it's a bit like we all know. Look, the Catholic Church got a history of some pretty dicey gear. Like there's proven things on the record, things that have been long well established. It was a it was a pretty it was a pretty dicey case. Like, do you remember much of it? It was no, like that's I, why I bought that's why I brought it up. Well, it was it was a couple of people, and it was eyewitness testimony from forty fucking years ago. Like it's. It's very hard, and I, I trust me, I'm not in the corner of like, Pell was a good man. I don't know, but it's like most of these cases these days, you just don't fucking know. So, he's a controversial figure, yeah, sure. I mean, I don't have anything to do with him, but I don't think he's like, I, I, in the eyes of the law, he's not guilty. It's too, it's too. That's a lawyer it, argument. Well, I've got, trust me, I've got fucking plenty of lawyer arguments. If the glove doesn't fit. You must acquit. 
OJ was guilty. <laughs> I've, was been very... getting into, I've been getting into that lately. Heaps of well, stuff coming up on YouTube about the yeah, OJ Simpson trial. Yeah. yeah he's, a, he's a wild boy, OJ. OJ's a off wild his, man. He's off his fucking rocket crazy. Hello, Twitter world. He puts out these things and he's like, but he's been to jail for a number of things now. Like he's been to jail for uh, like robbery. He stole and his own. No, he stole merchandise of someone, which someone stole of him or something. Yeah, he 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 doesn't mind a bit of crack cocaine as well, though. Um, he doesn't. Yeah, well, he's fucking. He's only human, isn't he? Um, right. What you would did you see this morning that Dominic Perrottet wore a Nazi outfit to his twenty first birthday? He's been scolded in the media at the moment. So this is brand new breaking news. Breaking news. Okay, let's. Okay, you're defending George Pell. Not that I'm defending. I'm not defending George Pell. <laughs> I'm just stating that it's not cut and dry. This is cut and dry. What's the context though? He wore. Was, it, was a, it a mash? Was it a mash dress up party? Well, if, if it was, was just he going a non- Colonel Clink, because <laughs> if it was Clink a non- adorable, if it was a non dress up party. I wouldn't be backing him here. How many fucking years does things have to happen before you don't have to apologize for shit anymore? Like, he hasn't killed anyone. He's worn a fucking Nazi outfit, which no one likes. He's 40-something years old. This is he. This is his 21st birthday. Who gives a fuck? We have so many more issues at the moment. Most of them brought upon by ourselves. Who gives a fuck what he wore to the 21st birthday? Everyone's second favorite music artist in the world is running around telling, saying, I love Nazi. Lost my microphone. <laughs> I'm going to cut that. <laughs> Everyone is running... Nazi supporter. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Kanye is running around literally the world going, yeah, I like Nazis. People were fucking, yeah, pretty pissed off, still do- letting him buy all his shit, listen to his music. Dominic Perrottet wore an outfit 20 fucking years ago. Who gives a fuck? Why do we give a fuck? Stop giving a fuck. Now, you can jump in here or I'm going to go on to a different subject that's correlated and it's even stupider. Oh, no, I don't give a fuck. I, I really don't. I don't even care what Dominic, Dominic Perrottet does. Um, He's the premier of New South Wales. Just no, I know who he is, but if he could reduce the cost of coffee, food, petrol, uh, you know, then I'd like him a bit more. But okay, that's, that's, that's about all, all I've got to add to that. You're right. Why, why should you apologize? It, it could have been a mash party. But let's say Chubby in a well, certain amount of... Who's, what's the guy? fucking with... mash. Mash is the Korean no, War. Uh, Sergeant Schultz. Yeah, from... Uh... You know nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that TV? I used to watch that. Um, well, it was why... it was you, you're, you got a decade on me, so it was before I was around. Um, yeah, right. Okay, so... Did you see the story? Benedict Cumberbatch is being made to yes. pay reparations. I saw that. Yes, reparations for something his great 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 grandfather did 189 years ago. So, so congrats to whoever is getting that money. That's whoever. Imagine, what imagine going through that. Imagine going through that effort. I feel sorry. I tell you who I feel sorry for. God forbid I ever procreate. But in three deck in three generations after me, it'll be like, sorry, great, great, great grandfather fucking Gillespie, Jed Gillespie, he said some dumb shit online. You now owe a lot of people ten thousand dollars. Cause that's where we're heading. 
Like, what the fuck? What you, the you, know, fuck? you know what it makes me think? And it's the immortal line that the great and powerful Hugh Roach once said to me. He goes, Chubby, if you put this much effort into actually working as you do not working, you might actually be, be get, you might actually, oh, I fucking fucked it up. If you put this much effort that. into actually working as you do not working, then you might actually get somewhere. And this th- this whole situation strikes me as someone's worked out the Benedict Cumberbatch is 12 generations away from this person that did this terrible thing. Oh, let's go and sue him. Oh, it's 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 in some backwards fucking country. It's it's in Jamaica or something. America. Isn't it? I, I, America. No, no, no. There's lawsuit somewhere else. Anyway, but it's just the it's the height of fucking what, he wasn't it's fucking 2023. What do you want him to do? What do you want? I thought we were going to leave 2022 in the past, everyone. We came to an agreement. We we're going to leave it in the past. I've got fucking the Premier of New South Wales. Surely there's something else in the news cycle, like the fact that no one can turn to turn, um, can afford to turn their fucking light on. There's 78 genders now. There's fucking, oh, I'm not even finished there, but there's there's a lot going on. Surely there's something else in the new cycle. Who gives a fuck what he wore to his 21st birthday? Who gives a fuck? We need distractions. We need distractions from the from all the issues going on. Um, what about, mate, we're off to a flying star today. What about Joe so Biden many- taking home cl- classified documents? I actually was watching a, yes, I saw that. Um, I was watching a thing yesterday. Uh, I did not a deep dive, but I do like to deep dive into things. I, I was watching Joe speak in sort of the mid two thousands. He's just he was he's just a different guy, man. He's just a different guy. He's a, look, he's a he's a very smart guy. He is a smart guy. Like pre, not now he's not, but ten years ago he was a smart guy. Like he he was a he was a lawyer. He was a good lawyer. He's a good speaker, and he's sitting there in this thing, and he's t- saying like, we already have. We've already got laws for gay marriage. We've already done this. Like, why are we debating silly things? Why are we doing? And he's just a different guy, man. He's lost his mind. He he does not know where he is at any time. It's very sad, really. He's got what he wanted, but like, at what cost? I mean, who who wants to be the president? I don't know. It, it takes really? it takes yeah yeah. I, look, like next- he, he's been vice president for a couple of terms. Correct me if I'm wrong. So he would already have the Secret Service following him around for the rest of his life. Surely that would be unpleasant. He couldn't go anywhere without people following him around. And and cool. I could imagine being president only magnifies that. Yeah, one one thousand percent. And look, I definitely think he's like a he's a politician. I think he's what he wants is pure. Like, but he doesn't know what he wants anymore. Like he's they've just stood him up and gone. We need someone to just launch all this shit behind this guy's sort of lost half his marbles that's all good he's backflipped on everything he wants believing literally everything whether it's genders whether it's marriage whether it's Did foreign you see the ben, ben shapiro thing on tiktok where uh joe's being he's walking through the garden no no oh joe's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very good and look he, he's produced in a different way to donald trump just endless amounts of content for me to enjoy but He's. I feel sorry for him. The more I watch now, he's he's literally not. A, he, he reminds me of like when your grandparents start to get really, really old. Man, they shouldn't be running the free world. Hundred um, percent. I remember when, like, my grandfather was an inventor. You would have loved him. Very smart man. Like, way smarter than me. You'd be amazed that we're related. He invented. <laughs> he invented. You know the lawn edger. Yeah. He invented the lawn edger. 
<laughs> in what year? Oh, before my dad was born, so 60s, something like that. I invented the lawn edger. Patented it. Still, the, my grandma still makes money from it. But I remember him going from being this super smart genius to kind of starting to forget things. And he yeah. realized it was happening and it really fucked him up. But he was younger than Joe Biden is now when that happened. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I think it just happens to everyone at some point. Yeah, yeah, it does. But like it's it's the next 18 months in the States is going to be absolute very fun to watch. But yeah, what about the Miami Sharks? Are you um you're obviously scaring the world trying to get your, your name in there, still playing? Yeah. Is that why you, you made a comeback so you could go and play for the Miami Sharks? No. No, I'd like to go to the Miami Sharks. I don't know what I'd do there. Um, I, I'm happy to coach their forward pack if anyone from the Miami Sharks. Actually, no, fuck that. I want to go home. I, I, I don't want to live in Miami. I, I, Miami could kill me. I'd end up in Cuba. Um, don't know what I'd be doing there, just smoking big stogies and fucking starting a communist revolution. I'm not sure. But I, I look, that looks very exciting to me. Um, I'd prefer to be there than Chicago. No disrespect, Roji, than Chirac. Um, but it looks fun. Lord knows they'll be pick, they'll be picking up some some people in the next uh, little bit. Oh, you can only imagine. I'm sure they'll keep under the salary cap, just like all the major league teams do. Now, should we actually talk some rugby? The Wallabies just just had a four day camp. Scott Wisemantle's gone. Mm. Eddie Jones is gone. I think we already talked about that. There's all sorts of things happening. Laurie Fisher's going at fucking press. On Twitter, which I loved, I have no issues with that. I loved it. I think no one should be exempt from critique. And if you're if you're gonna like fucking spray players, so long as the players or the coaches don't come out and be like, "Yeah, you know what? Fuck you!" Like literally, like like swear or do whatever. Like they fuck it. They should be able to say. They should be able to say what they like. Laurie Fisher's like ascended to the level where. He's some sort of demigod of Australian rugby. He's no he, longer he's untouchable at this point. He's Judge, no longer bound by the the rules of man which we have. What's the thing Joe Rogan says about escape velocity? In the in the rugby world, Laurie Fisher's reached escape velocity. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, he can do whatever he likes. Uh the camp didn't really shock me, really, anyone who's in it. Charlie Gamble's in it, but he's been in it for a couple of years. This one. He is looking jacked. I saw him yeah, before Christmas. He's, he's looking big. Genetically, yeah, and he's yeah, he's a he's a good player. He should be in it. So good player um, too. Yeah, he's an nice guy. Um, but also he's sh- he's been in it before. He just hasn't been eligible. So how no big good. a loss is Scott Wisemantle? No fucking idea. You tell me. I think he's a massive loss. Absolutely okay. massive. I, I think they've they've got like four or five games until the World Cup. And a limited amount of time together, so losing the guy that runs your attack has to be a massive loss. Uh, why is he gone then? Why is he gone? Yeah. Family, family reasons. Okay, there's definitely family reasons. Um, yeah, he, he came back to Australia to spend more time with his family. Obviously, with COVID and some of the stuffs happening, hasn't worked out probably as planned, and he spent a lot of time away from his family. But from what I understand, family reasons. Uh, and he definitely wasn't pushed uh, like some other people have been. Um, I, think a ma- I think he's a massive loss. I-, I don't know how easily you replace someone like that this soon before a World Cup. Um, yeah. I-, I don't think it's as big a loss as losing your starting fly half. 
but but it's definitely a big loss. I I, I would put a good amount of money that someone like Stephen Larkin might be the short term replacement. Yeah, which would make sense to me because it ties in after Super Rugby. He's someone that has worked with Dan McKellar before, Laurie Fisher before, and it would and obviously understands the Wallabies and Australian rugby incredibly well. I obviously don't know. Uh, that's just my guess. Mm. Um, but we'll see what happens. All this talk about Eddie Jones going to join the Wallabies. I think Dave Rennie just put out a statement saying that won't happen. But anyone that knows anything would know that that's not happening. No, absolutely not happening. Whether, whether the only way that would happen is if they removed Dave Rennie and put Eddie Jones in, which would seem fucking crazy this far out from a world. So country. stupid. I don't put anything past ARU, but I no. Well, well, England sacked Eddie, so you just you know people that tend to run rugby. Well, not everyone. There's some good people that run rugby clubs, but there's people that tend to run rugby organisations that aren't the smartest. Let's put it that way. Um, so anything, anything's possible, but I think bringing Eddie Jones into any team would just change the dynamic, and I don't think in a good way unless he's the one running the show. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So I, I, Particularly it's... Australia where there's history, it's his country. I, I think he could be a consultant somewhere. I, really, I think he could actually <laughs> add value as a consultant, but as far as being an assistant coach, it, it would the head coach would be automatically looking over his shoulder, There'd be a lack of trust. Um, it just wouldn't work, I don't think. I don't see the why he would need to happen. Well, no, he just got paid out a million pounds, so he, he's probably... Yeah, but, like, why? what's he... What, what... He made World Cup final. He's, like, a well-known coach. Why? He's not fucking Bill Belichick. Why would you bring him in? Yeah, look, he, he's... Uh, look, the the long longevity probably speaks to the type of person he is because I, I could imagine at that level you are getting shat on by all sorts of people constantly. So for him to do it for as long as he's done it, he's had a huge amount of success. So he's obviously an outstanding coach with some the personality of a fucking um, – I was going to say rock, but that, that would say that you're boring. But the, the outer – the exterior of a rock or someone that – could take a lot of criticism because he's been doing it for a long time. It doesn't seem to, and it doesn't seem to have affected him. Like it has a lot of other people that you see, like Eon McKenzie hasn't coached since he coached at the Wallabies. Um, who's the guy? Robbie Deans hasn't, hasn't been at any level apart from Japan. Look, he'll probably take the next cycle realistically. Like unless Australia make the World Cup final, he'll take the next cycle. So no, look, be be interesting, but bringing him into an existing coaching team in his home country would be divisive at this point, I think. Poor decision, and a decision I don't think will be made. Um, yeah, no, I, I actually my dad sent me something that was quite amusing. Speaking of um, big dog political and sporting organisations, um, there was an article in the something, one of the City Morning Herald, something like that, and they were talking about Al, uh, Anthony Albanese. And the things he gets for free. Um, and then they tied in Scott Morrison into that as well. So they had a list of things they get for free, Chubby. And these are all incredibly high-value things, right? So if we go to uh, Albanese's Nick Cave tickets, Midnight Oil tickets, Jimmy Barnes tickets, AFL Grand Final tickets, State of Origin tickets, things like that. Opposition leader, Peter Dutton, similar things. So State of Origin, Grand Final, AFL Grand Final, NRL Grand Final. Topping the list, former Prime Minister Scott Morrison, 
season tickets to Southern Districts Rugby Union home games. Now, can we put a price on that? And do you think that City Morning Herald has perhaps stretched in including that as a freebie of sorts? Well, look, he he he, he would get tickets to the sponsors box, which uh, is quite the piss up if you've never had the opportunity. Yeah. To it's it's quite the piss up every time I was injured, which was quite a lot. You get uh, you get seats in the sponsors box, and they they're walking around handing beers around, and you're like, okay, I'll have fifteen pure blondes over here, please, right here, fifteen every five minutes or so, and then you'd end up drinking them for the next four hours. Um, good food, not good food, but this food. And would you yeah. put? Would you put like? I, I'm not put- sure Scomo is ordering twenty beers for himself at a time. Yeah, and you would know, you, you know what I mean? So do you like- think that the AFL Grand Final and season tickets to home games only of South are sort of equitable <laughs> on the same sort of financial or, or Nick Cave or or you know? I just what's better? It- what's better entertainment? Maybe Scomo will play, play for him this year. My dad said to me, he said, I think they're stretching a little bit with the freebies here. <laughs> and I said, no disrespect to South, but any home game tickets I don't think could be listed as a valuable freebie for the Prime Minister of Australia. I don't believe. Look, he, look I've, I would have no idea about him as a politician. I never paid attention, but uh, every time I spoke to him, he was a very nice man. He uh, always gave my mum a hug and would say hello to every time he saw her. So. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with him. I think he's all right. I, I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's like as a bloke. I think, you know, anyone that tries to portray themselves a certain way, or is seen to be portraying themselves a certain way, people aren't going to like. From what I saw, I think he just genuinely liked going to the footy. I don't think he was doing it for the photo op. No, like he used you to know. go to the Cronulla games as well. It's not because I'm a sports fan necessarily. It just makes me think that yes, maybe they are a human being somewhere inside. Well, South was playing Gordon one day at Gordon, and he's just turned up out of the blue. Yeah. There was no photographers around. He's just drinking beers in the crowd with his security guards. So there's there's worse things to do. That's what I mean, though. At least, like, there's 2% somewhere inside that he's he's not a complete fucking robot. Well, Um, look, my grandfather used to say, anyone that wants to be a politician should automatically be banned from being one. I've probably said that a million times. But (laughs) there's there's something to be said for that, but... Oh, actually, before we uh, forget, 15, 15 Pure Blondes, great segue. The new Ric Flair documentary. What's he that? Drank, I want to watch that. Uh, I watched it illegally, but the new Ric Flair documentary, it's it's sort of a more in-depth one of his 30 for 30. He drank 15, 15 drinks a day for his whole life. He's had at least 15 drinks every day his whole life. Yeah, and that like, sounds like my brother. He, yeah, well, it's very impressive. Shout out, Lockie. And it's, he's like fucking 80 something. And like, he's like, I had to rein it back in. He almost died the other year, but now he has a schedule. He's like, five o'clock, I can have, you know, three gins, then seven. So he's still, o'clock. Bo- so he's still boozing. Yep. Every day. They sent him to rehab. Um, like, he's had some pretty sad things. He's a terrible father, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> Woo! But they sent him to rehab. Triple H called him up, sent him to rehab. He's like on the on the drive. I was meant to be going somewhere, so they sent me to the airport. I drank a six pack on the on the plane. I had eight double tequilas. Then when I landed, I had another six pack, and then I got to rehab. So he did thirty two days in rehab, 
he walked out with his chip. He walked across the road to the bar, and he fucking went and got a he went and got a beer. So it's well worth watching. I don't know how he's alive. He's fucking. He's had that many problems. Like not. Shout out to Ric Flair, man. What a fucking legend that guy is. He is a he's a legend, and he's still just tuning it. But terrible, terrible father, great wrestler. And if you need to trade one of them off. You'd rather be a great wrestler. So shout out oh, to Oh, without question. Yeah, and a booze hound as well. Oh, massive booze hound. It's th- those the stories from wrestlers of that era. I'm not an enormous wrestling fan. I had to live with Ben Batcher, who watches it every day. So I became partial wrestling fan. Um, the stories from that era, like where they just walk in the sheds and they get free steroids, free painkillers. Like they're like, yeah, go see that guy now. And they're all just gilled to the eyeballs. It would have been um, so much better than now, man. So oh, much better. So much fucking better. Um, I remember watching like the 1991 Royal Rumble or something with Ben. Obviously, we were both flat out girlfriends at the time, um, training very hard. So we spent our Saturdays watching 1991 Royal Rumble. Um, and as they would come out, Ben would just go, dead, 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 rehab, dead, dead. They're all dead. Because this so hard. Oh, the steroids just fucking killed him. So anyone who's still alive from that, he was killing it. But they would have been like that. Would have been it. Would have been like being a professional rugby player or a professional rugby league player. Even probably a professional rugby league player would be even better. Before the smartphone era. Oh yeah, you would have just had the best time. The best time. Now, yeah, Rick Rick Flair, living legend, hero. Um, Yeah, and you're right. Would you be? Would you choose between being a good dad or being? Really rich, being a great wrestler and being a boost hound, it seems like an easy decision. Woo! You tell me, bro. <laughs> yeah, so good doco out there. You should definitely, definitely watch it. Um, on that, actually, not related to that at all. We can talk about rugby things sometimes. It's fucking hard training during Christmas break. Oh, There's a lot man. going on. I think it separates the men from the boys at a at a club level. Um Especially as you get older, fuck. I mean, I got I got nothing going on, so I was home for a, a month, and I could sort of train. I got a fuck knee, but you can sort of train, which is good. But geez, it, it's hard um, if you're just a layman because you you work all the you work all year. You get a couple of weeks off. Everyone starts drinking quite heavily about a week before Christmas, and that rides through for sort of three weeks where you don't really know what day it is. It rides Separates through for the next boys. eleven months. Yeah, it does. Eleven dull. months of heavy drinking starts just before Christmas. Yeah, uh, look, I think particularly if you're playing, like you'll be playing soon, won't you? Yeah. So we don't play till like February, March. So there's a little bit of time to get people fit if they're not fit. But if you're playing straight after, I think you have you have to do some training. I think the harder thing would be actually playing on Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's like, fair. I mean, like, I, I do think though the time that is spent getting people fit if you're already fit could be spent doing something else for you 100 so it's just a it's just a i know it's a concerning period for a lot of like coaches not for every person some people are just sort of always in shape ish but some guys who have the ability to put on five six seven kilos and then come back and you spend the first eight weeks after christmas trying to get you into some sort of shape without pulling a hammy or a calf it hurts. It hurts a little bit. So I think I was just thinking 
it it does separate. It's not easy to change during that break. I think it's it separates the men from the boys a little bit. Well, yeah, we started back on Tuesday. Obviously, I was still in Bali. Just got back late last night. But uh, the boys don't look too bad from the photos I've seen. We've got some big guys. Um, yeah. You know, I think most of them would have been doing something. I, I would be interesting to see how they react to scrum conditioning next week. Because that, that is fucking hard if you've done nothing. It's hard if you've done something. So, sure. yeah, that, that'll be interesting. Look, I, I don't think it's something you can overly worry about too much. Guys will get fit or they won't. Uh, but I, I think you're not going to lose you're not going to win a shoot shield during that time, but if guys come back 20 kilos, 10 kilos, and you're playing catch up, you are behind the eight ball for the start of the season, I think. Yeah, yeah, if you're 100 kilos and you come back 110 and you're fucking center or a seven or whatever, it hurts. I would love, I would love, I've, I've been saying this for ages. I, I reckon coaching professionally would be so much easier because if people come back fat, you just fucking like that, they're not doing their job properly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas in yeah. shoot shoot shield, <coughs> some guys you can sort of go, eh. but the other guys you you need them, and, and you can't go. Look, what are you been fucking doing? Yeah, fuck you. You can't because yeah. you need to keep them on side. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. It did surprise me in the one or two pre-seasons I did that the off-season training, so like one that started in September or whatever, guys used to roll into that unfit because they were like, well, this is the time you get fit. So I remember rolling into that very fit because I was <coughs> consummately stressed. Well, you, want, you were, wouldn't want it to hurt. Like you wouldn't want to be way shitter than everyone else. No, that's how I'd be thinking. Unless you got a three-year contract. <coughs> yeah, you really or you're a fun. wallaby and you're like, well, I'll just get fit then. But if you're if yeah. you're young and at the start and you, you rock up incredibly unfit and out of shape, you're just gonna look shit. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And first impressions do matter, without question. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll tell you somewhere I had a very shit time. I had a great time being back, did a lot of stuff. Nothing too exciting, but that's how I like to do things. Not exciting. Um, Bondi. It's a shithole. It's a shithole. So one of my oldest friends who, after 53 episodes of this show, listened to an episode and said, I was very entertaining. I quite enjoy it. Uh, I went to see him, Jack. I hope you're listening. And because you're a bad friend, I hope you have a shit day. Uh, right on Bondi. Um, went for a swim. You can barely get a park. You can barely park up to fucking get That's some sand. Worst. That's the it's, worst. Oh, it's the fucking pits, mate. There's fucking English people everywhere burning in the sun. The, the bus from Parramatta arrives. Everyone's wearing the NRL shorts, drowning in drowning in between the flags. I We went for a dip, walked back to my car to get my shoes, which is a fair hike up North Bondi, lost my car key. So I carry a singular car key. So it's, I run a Rogue, just a little car key like this, except not a vape. And I lost my car key, went back to the beach, trying to find it. I already hate Bondi. This time... I spoke to the fucking lifeguards, didn't want to end up on Bondi Rescue very badly. I was sort of tiptoeing my way around. Had to call up, get a new car key. There goes 500 bucks. And the last time I ever go to Bondi, 500 bucks. This guy turns up. He knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. I called him. I said like $150 on the on internet. I was like, that's not too bad. I called him up. He's like, yeah, brother, you know, 380 plus 60 call out or whatever. Ended up being 460 bucks. As he's like, 
you, they cut your thing on the spot, which is pretty cool. I was asking him, I was like, how many fucking cars you break into when you have knockoff work, mate? You must be breaking. You're so breaking nice. fucking everything, aren't you? And he's like, no, brother, no, brother. I was like, yes, you fucking are. You're like, you'd be breaking into houses, fucking gyms. So 500 bucks it cost me to park at North Bondi and fucking get a tan. It was terrible. I'm never going back there ever, ever, ever. I hate it. That's good news. That's fucking hilarious. I was so down afterwards. Like, I just could not get... I was not in the greatest position financially. I had to book a trip back here, and I just I couldn't not be down. Australia is and so expensive, mate. It is. It's pretty expensive. It's I don't beautiful, really beautiful country though. But it's, it's a expensive. very nice place. The sun when the sun's out, the cricket's on. I think um, we have it, too many rules here. <laughs> okay, get rid of. Okay, start to eliminate. No, them. like like think if you think about it, people, if you ride a push bike, you're supposed to wear a helmet. If you do this, you're supposed to do that. There's you you have to wear a seatbelt everywhere you go. And I'm not saying that rules are bad because they're designed to protect us, but I just think that we are babied a little bit. Yeah, it's because we we live in a, as you said, a nice place where people have run out of shit. We've run out of shit a long time ago. There's no fucking there's no mass issues. So we like that's why we end up with articles about fucking politicians 20 years ago and fucking you got to wear I will never wear a helmet riding a bike I want that on the record now I would prefer to walk I will hop technically you go. technically you can get fired like in Bali you ride scooters everywhere I was riding around like lock is barefoot with no helmet zooming in and out of traffic I didn't quite do barefoot but I was doing no helmet you could never do that in Australia and the traffic's way worse over there if and it you, just works. It just works somehow. Yeah, I, I think you should be allowed. And if you fucking die, then you die. And that's the, your own but, price. But you like, to me, the only things that they seem to have over there is if you are a fuckwit and you fuck with the locals or you are a, an obnoxious dickhead, <coughs> you get in trouble. Yeah. <coughs> you, you, know, Whereas, you know what I mean? Whereas here, I would argue, anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. And that, but that's like the difference between sort of developed nations and developing i suppose is they have more important things to worry about like fucking having food and power and stuff like that whereas we have all those things we try our hardest not to have them and then we'd make a rules about other shit where you can fish what hats you can wear in certain places fucking riding a, yeah i look i personally while we're talking about bikes i think if you ride a push bike on the road you should be you should be able to get swerved at as well while we're talking about that Back in Australia, I think you should be you not hit, but if you're in that lane, the driver has a right to swerve you within 50 centimetres or something like that. I think you should not be allowed to wear Lycra unless you are a professional or a semi-professional athlete or you are already skinny. If you are yep. fat, you should not be allowed to wear Lycra. It's just ridiculous. Yep, yep. Let's, let's roll with this. Let's keep rolling with this. If we have all these rules and laws anyway, you need to get a bike license for your push bike where they will test your body fat. If your body fat is over X, you are not allowed to wear Lycra. You have to wear shorts. You can also not wear those stupid bike shoes that clip into the fucking heels. Um, so automatically 85% of the bike riding population, which are overweight 45 and pluses, are gone. They're all wearing shorts. 
You don't have to see their nutsack anymore when you're having a coffee. If you, you yeah, all- if you if you if you're like an old guy that just likes riding a bike for exercise, much respect. You don't need to wear lycra. No, you don't. How much faster do you think you're fucking going? We well, you don't. It doesn't overweight. matter. It doesn't matter how fast you go because you're just doing you're it a for pensioner. Exercise. You're a fucking pensioner. Why would you wear a one piece zip up? And all, and I swear, you bring in this rule where you can swerve to them within fifty centimeters. You keep them on their fucking toes. There's some routes in Sydney where on a Saturday morning or Sunday morning, you try and drive that. There's just a hundred fucking losers in front of you, just cruising. I'm trying to get somewhere in my automobile. We left bikes in the 1800s for a reason because we can drive cars now. Fucking petrol fuel cars. Something about it. I fucking don't like it. I'd much prefer to just walk or run or punch or roll around or do anything. But seeing fat people wearing lycra is just no, no good. It's no good. I, I, if you want to be aerodynamic, be skinny first, and then you can wear lycra. One thousand percent. A couple of my friends got into it in COVID, and guess what? Now I have a couple less friends, and that's all right because I keep, I keep the grass cut low. It's just of all the things you can fucking do, fuck, they piss me off. My best argument for um, equal pay for women and men's sport. I've been thinking about this a lot. Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Should all the men get paid the same as Ronda Rousey? Because she was one of the highest paid UFC fighters of all time. No, there's a classic thing in Australia where some fucking Melbourneian SJ. I saw it. Ian Dicko Dixon was, I saw something. I wish I'd saved it. He was giving it to I've seen it. Yeah. yeah, And and he just, what confuses me is when someone lays out a very logical, clear, concise argument that is well articulated. Misogynist. Yeah. Oh, but no equity, equality. There is no equality. Well, no. There's different outcomes because you're better or worse or something, and you do you train harder or less hard. Ronda Rousey tried to get baited in some bullshit when she was here for the Holy Home fight, got her head kicked off because she's a terrible striker, but was making screwings of dollars at the time. And some Melbourne and fucking person was talking about that same argument, like asking her to comment on it, and she's like, "Well, I'm the fucking best." And I get paid more than everyone here. There's your fucking answer. That's it. And more people watch. Exactly. Exactly. But it's the same with tennis. The women get paid a fortune because, because people, people watch, watch it. it. Exactly. There's a reason. And I was like, it was a, it was a, it was a comedy bit. But they were like, the WNBA has had the same 350 people in the stands watching it for 40 years, and it's kind of true. If you go back and look at like the games from the 80s, and it's that's what's in the crowd. That's what's in the crowd now. He's like, that's what. That's where the pay disparity is coming from. Like, there's your, there's your fucking pay disparity. Women don't watch it. Men watch it. Men watch sport of all. I fucking watch the weirdest shit. I watch. You people. watch everything. I don't watch anything, but you watch everything. I watch people slapping each other. I watch fucking cornhole. I don't give a shit. And they're the same people who watch WNBA fucking. WAFL, AFLW, all that, everything. What, Women what, did watch- make, what did you make of Dana White? Dana White hitting his wife. Well, she hit him. <laughs> Hold on, let's let's break this down. I personally would never do that, but and by that I mean have a wife. But he <laughs> never, <laughs> she, been a, never been a nightclub in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> she hits him in the face. He hits her in the face. 
What do you do with that? And that's a serious question I pose to everyone. A lot of people will be like, a lot of men will be like, well, I'd never hit a woman, which is the right answer. But is it illegal if you do? I don't fucking know. I don't think so. She hit him first. Where's your equality now? I would never do it. Put that on there. I think it's the wrong thing to do. But if a wife in their own confines, and I know it wasn't their own confines, they're in Mexico, so there's no laws anyway. Mm. But if she punches you in the face and you punch her in the face, what the fuck? What's the outcome of that? I don't know. I'd say it's a Kate's a better striker than me anyway. <laughs> I'd say it's immoral and it's something you shouldn't be doing, but I don't know what the fuck, like nothing's come of it, has it? No, it's just Ariel Hawani just trying to kick off because he hates Dana White or Dana hates him or whatever. No, look, interesting take. I, I don't know. I don't I knew, know what I, it, I knew you'd be a Dana White uh, supporter there, but that's, a, that's fine. Well, it made me really think about it. I was like, I don't know what the answer is here. Besides, yes, you shouldn't do it. It's like unethical. It's wrong because you're stronger and bigger, and it's all wrong. But like, if you did do it, what's the outcome? Here, like here's another we- poor, thought, poorly thought out argument. So, <laughs> but I, I think the whole argument for equality and equity is actually just an excuse. We don't have that. Let's use this as an excuse instead of going. Well, how do we create bigger stars? How do we get more people to care about what we do? How do we care about more? How do we get more people to watch us? How do we increase our own exposure? Instead, people just hide behind that. Oh, it's inequality. I think it's actually an excuse. Yeah, it's a, well, yeah. Thoughts? It's an excuse for the outcomes you've achieved, which no one gives a fuck about. Well, you've, you've achieved you've achieved bad outcomes for one reason or another. Not bad in like subjectively bad in the fact that people aren't putting money or time into it. But so but like I, I you're probably similar to me. I like seeing people work hard and succeed. Like I, I admire that in any in anything, whether it's being a chef or a business person or sport. I, I think working hard and succeeding is admirable. And I think we need more examples of that in in society. But instead of going, I'm not getting the same money as Ronaldo like, oh, it's due to inequality or inequity or whatever the fuck it's called. Why not go, how do I get there? Like, why yeah, why is our podcast of, not why is our podcast not taken off? Yeah, it's it's because it's not a pop it's not a popular thing to do. Well, it's well, become- but but like instead of looking at excuses, oh people just don't like us because we're two fat white men who just fucking complain about shit. Why don't we go, well, how do we get better? How do we get more eyeballs? How do we get people to care about what we do rather than just going, oh, people are just biased against us? Yeah. You know, exactly. you know what I mean? That would be a very, that would be a very logical take. Uh, but that's but, how I think That's how I think. if you want to get to where that, that level, that's how you should think. Yeah, sure. But people are fucking stupid. The world's, the world's coming to an end because everyone's so fucking dumb. But no, it's just not a popular take. If someone's giving you an out of you, you can just say, well, that's not fair. Nothing's fair. Then you're just going to do it because it's a lot easier. I, I don't think. I don't think some people get to make excuses. Like I don't think we get to make excuses. No, that's because we're uh, in a demographic that doesn't. Have, we don't have excuses. No, and again, another not well thought out argument. I think you get judged on what you produce, and that's it. You either produce or you don't. Well, that's how the that's how any market works. You can't just produce a piece of shit 
fucking Nokia 1310 phone and be like, why is no one buying it? Because you can buy an iPhone manufactured in a beautiful country with great regulations. And like, yeah, if you produce shit out, if, if you produce a good product of any regard, i.e. your Ronda Rousey, then people are going to fucking buy it. Was it. There's a great saying, it's adapt or die. And someone compared Apple who have put out iteration after iteration of the phone, constantly improving it, the iPhone, the iPad, the computer, constantly trying to innovate. And then you look bu- look back at um, at BlackBerry. Yeah, they don't exist anymore. No, they don't. Nokia. They that. they were the first people in the market, and now they don't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. Innovate, adapt, or you die. Or you're dead. Or you're dead. You and know, maybe, you just... maybe for some people, like the kind who invented MySpace, getting a few hundred million or eighty Tom. million. Tom, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Getting getting a few hundred million might be enough, you know. Mm. It is. Well, I mean, a few hundred million would be enough for me. Um, but for yeah, some, me, me too. Me too. You know what? Let's push that back. A few hundred dollars <laughs> would be enough for me. No, I agree with you. But it's just not a popular take. Not a popular take in sport, particularly not in Australia um, or America. But again, these but are. But I places- think that's why these Andrew Tate guys are popular. You know, Jocko Willink, Jordan Peterson is because the message that is a message that needs to be out there. Yeah. I mean, actually, we got it. So he's in prison at the moment. Is he actually in prison? He's being held. This is, this is the, in the same way that I don't, every time one of the NRL guys gets arrested, I wait to see what the fuck what he's going on. You can't convict people because they've been alleged to have done something. Unless there's glaring evidence, like unless there's a video out there of Dana White punching his misses, you can't jump on and be like, yeah, of course, he's he's the worst person in the world. You've got to wait and see what the fuck's happening. So I don't know. He's I think he's wrapped up in Romania somewhere. Um, Lord knows what that could be. He It's self-professed like one of the dodgiest places on the planet in terms of corruption, whatnot. You just don't know. So I don't know. He is a brilliant marketer. Brilliant, he, all time, super smart, super smart, and he says some crazy, crazy shit. Which uh, the, the the problem is, there's such a lack of logic in that realm that he is allowed to get away with the fifteen percent of things he said, which are probably n- not that agreeable with. Because there's nothing, there's no one saying any of it because it's so far removed from like what people like to say these days. So he gets away with saying the extreme part. Because he's already got everyone on his side going, yeah, finally, fuck, Jocko, like Jocko Willink or something like that, going, yeah, I agree with that. You should fucking train hard and work hard and do hard things and fucking focus on yourself and try and make money and all these things like that he gets away with what I think he's probably faking, like a 10% of of bullshit. Um, so, but yeah, it, I'll see. we'll see what happens there. I, I got no fucking idea. I... I would have a reasonable bet that nothing happens. Well, look, uh, obviously, shout out to the top G. He's a big fan of the bottom Gs who are on this show. But you'd think that if there was evidence out there, it would be all over the fucking internet. And I spend far too much time on the internet. I haven't seen anything. No, there's, uh, there'll be fuck all and it'll just make him more popular. That's, and that's it. I think he deserves to be popular to an element. I've got lots of – this is the thing – I got lots of people that I disagree with every day, celebrities, whatnot, 
all over the internet, everywhere, saying crazy shit, saying fucking tax everyone, fucking put everyone in jail who fucking doesn't agree with this. There should be fucking, instead of parents, there should be three women and one non-binary raising kids. I think it's all madness, but they all exist. Like, why should one person or like two people, you know, who have a more conventional thought on society not be able to exist? For some reason, I have no issue listening to things that I think are fucking dumb. So why shouldn't you have to listen to it if you don't agree with it? I agree. I agree. Like, I remember, I'll give you a real world example. I think you do, you know, I have a uh, Make America Great Again hat, right? I'd be be surprised (laughs) if, I'd be surprised if your whole room wasn't covered in all that stuff. No, I look, I don't I don't want him to be president. I think he's just funny. And the one of the funny aspects of it is that he's he has the ability to make pe- polarize people and that people not have an opinion on why. And I was wearing my hat on the bay walk in Sydney and I sent it to this person. And they were so angry that I was wearing the hat and I said, "Why? Just give me one reason why." Can't do it. You cannot do it. Like, there's lots of reasons why you could say, you could say easily, like, because of this, because of that, didn't like this. I think this should be free. I think immigration should be open. Like, anything, just give me anything. People are so angry and so, like, fed up with stuff that they don't fucking, they don't have a reason for. And the top G is another good example. So many fucking people hate him. And they'll just go, well, he's misogynist. Okay, give me a, like, why? Can't do it. But it's the same for so many subjects. Why would why would climate change? Give me something. Can't. I just know I love it. Fucking. We're, we're all guilty of hearing something that someone told us or reading something on the internet and going, oh, that's the truth. We've all done it. Even if we're aware that we do it and we, yeah. we make a conscious effort not to do that, we all do it. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. I would probably do it myself. But like, I like to think I try and read things or. And I've listened to fucking at least something from the other side. I listened to a four-hour fucking podcast on Lex Friedman about why socialism is right. And, like, from the jump, he was fucking all over the place. Like, it's failed time and time again through the history of the world, but still listen to it. Like, it it just, I don't know. I think it honestly ties back to something we've talked about many times here is why you should not be listening to fucking celebrities for your opinion on social, political, economic causes. You should just listen to two random guys on the internet. No, you should be like, okay, Chubby and Jed are wrong. I'm going to figure out why. Instead this, of just this, the whole point of this show is entertainment, just for anyone that hasn't worked that out yet. It's meant to be entertainment. It what, is are you, what are your New Year's resolutions? I actually have that in my list, but I'll have to go back and check what they actually were. So you don't know off the top of your head. Um. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know off the top of my head. There's a lot going on in my head. Um, I said I, I'm going to do, I'm doing, being doing my fitness power. So I got back on my fitness power. A lot of people out there probably know what that app is, tracks your food. They fucking make you pay now for the barcode scanner thing. So just shout out to Timothy Matcher, who is below 100 kilos now. Uh, yeah, and was a tight head props, done it all by my fitness power. Oh, no, Easy yeah. Diet Diary, actually. Easy, but a food tracking app. Food tracking. Yeah, app. food tracking app. I did it for ages, uh, years ago now, and it, 
it fucking it trims you down, even if you don't mean to. So I was like, I need to do a couple months on that. So that's one of them. Um, I don't know. Some people aren't designed to be below 100 kilos. I'm not sure if Mitch is designed to be below 100 kilos. He looks but skinny. He, he does look skinny. Yeah. Particularly someone who's like, people he's not, have been. He's not the yeah, tallest, so he could probably get away with it. But. He could actually. But I reckon, Mitch, if you're out there with absolutely no authority, I'd say your, your peak is around 106, 107. I think you look powerful there. Um, but he doesn't care because he's married. And he has a child, and he had more successful rugby career. So yeah, my my fitness pal, my now I may I did apply for a masters. Oh, so nice. I, yeah, so I do it. I want to complete a masters with honors. And what so, does that get? What does that get you? Well, most of my uni, I probably did like a two and a half out of ten. I just sat around at home, would have did probably like three hours a week. So if you do it with honors, it just means you got like a high distinction or whatnot. Um, with with a it also allows you to go into like a, a PhD or potentially being becoming a professor of sorts. But what does that get you? Becoming a professor of sorts. So you get a job at an institution teaching whatever the subject you're an expert in. Yeah. Which would be a good gig just quietly. Not a bad gig. I, I, if you get tenured. I, yeah. Isolating. Well, I'd wait till I got tenured. And then the day I got tenured, I'd come in and be like, listen up, you liberal fucks. <laughs> it's time yeah, but until then I just tread the line um, I hope that happens this country needs some famous academics it's true I'm sure it's I'm not- sure we do have them but we don't have them as, as well known as people in the US or the UK no it's true I remember being uni we had one or, like a one or two like legal um, Supreme Court justices who were very progressive and looked at as sort of famous but it's true we don't really have a we don't have mouthpieces do we the same way, and I know we always we bank off America for everything in terms of like TV shows, like literally everything, um, including you know, <coughs> I know he's Canadian, but like Jordan Peterson or like you know anyone like that, we rely on. It'd be North it'd, America, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah. No, not South America. We'd be interesting to see if there was an Australian mouthpiece out there, and if you agreed with him, I don't know what would happen. Australia would have a fucking meltdown if there's there your someone- niche, mate. There's your niche. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I don't know. I'm considering that. So may or may not do that. That's about it. And uh, no more uh, TOT vapes from um, from Chubby's collection. They're my three. Some good, uh, some good. Have you, have you got any? Yeah, I want to win the shoot shield. I don't know if that's a New Year's resolution, but that's Are you one playing of them. for. I'm not playing. <laughs> no, no chance in hell. I want the wildfires to win the shoot shield, and I want to get my. Um, blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I like that. That's it. And and I should. I'm, I've got my third stripe. I've been pretty consistent for the last little bit. I just got to keep going during the season. In the season's tough, particularly making the trip up to New England, but I'm going to – it's a priority this year. And I want to do oh. – I want to treat podcasting like my job. So I'm going to do a shitload of podcasts and be far more consistent this year. Yeah, okay. I mean, they're good, eh? I'm. I don't think I've ever had one before. And I want to try and drink a lot less. But right, I, I worked out. No, I've been stupid. No, no, it was not stupid because, like, I'm just not going to be able to. Obviously, there'll be times where you can, but I'm traveling up and back from Newey. Not really going to be able to have a lot of work. Uh, there'll be. I'll, there'll be work. I've caffeine gums going well. Like there'll be stuff to do, but. I worked out that I drink 
for two reasons. One, because I'm depressed. And I want to forget about all the shit that's just happened. <laughs> you know, or, or as a social thing. And I think when you do it as a social thing, if it adds value to your life, that's a good reason to do it. But the other reason is not so good. So, yeah, it's a funny one. I, despite what he said on this show, I, I honestly, I would drink like two times a year. Take, if you take this fucking jungle I'm living in at the moment where I've probably done four or five in the last three months, it, it can really fall out as a habit. It can. And it's not like a, like you said, like if there's a really good house party or like something or a wedding or I don't know, like something really fun, I'll be like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in 100%. But I don't know. I just, I've lost value in sort of when you just go to the pub for no reason. I, know, I, I still, used to have a trust rule. me. I, I go to the pub for no reason, but I just sit around. I, I used to have a rule: if if it's if you're gonna, and, you know, 2022 was fucking chaos. So a flexible that, rule. That, that rule went out the door very quickly. But if it's gonna add value to your life, then go for it. But if it's something that will take away from you the next day, because there's always a price to pay no matter what you do. If it's gonna take away from you, don't do it. Yeah. Like yeah. if it's just a standard Saturday in Cronulla and you're bored, no. But if you're catching up with mates you haven't seen for a while and it's going to add to your life, I think that's a good reason to do something. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I was talking to these young whippersnappers the other day and I was explaining, well, for me, how much it changed from when you're like 21 and you're like, fuck, I need to go out on Saturday night. Like I am busting. Where the fuck is the party at? To when you're sort of in your late 20s, it changes 20- a lot. 27 i didn't get a hangover till i was 27 it does but also i think what you're looking for change like you even if like where you enjoy having a beer more than i do you're like fuck let's go to the pub it's not like let's go to the where's the fucking nightclub popping off today or oh, like what that <laughs> but like yeah. that when you when you're sort of 18 to 21 for some reason it's just absolutely burnt into your brain that you have to do it so and you, you- I was, it, it's true. It was so much fight, like, fuck, I'd, FOMO, like, I need to get there. I need to do it. Whereas now, like, I'd much prefer, I'd much prefer to just go to a pub up the road. Like, you even can talk, in- you can talk with a lot <laughs> yeah, of music. Exactly. A lot right. of music's good, but a loud, not too loud where you can't hear each other. Oh, yeah. absolutely. It's so, all right. Well, they're, they're pretty good news resolutions. I think we can, in a year's time, by the way, we don't, I did actually calculate a while ago. We've passed the past 50 episodes. We're on about 55. Um, so that's our the, <laughs> hurrah, uh, celebrating in hindsight. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're decent. I suppose we'll have to mark them in a year. Yeah. No, look, look. Um, or oh, while we're on the subject, Actually, are you working at the moment? What's what's your what's your deal? I know your parents listen, but <laughs> <laughs> I've got. Oh, I'll explain to some things off air, but I, I'm no, I'm just coaching right now. I've applied for some jobs, um, but I'm coaching as of Thursday. The whatever fucking date it is, no drug smuggling. I'm I, the older I get, the more I think just one trip, just one trip. But no, why? What's going on? No, I was just saying. I was just saying, doing a lot of, of research on on how to get content out there, and obviously TikTok's very popular, and sharing more videos on YouTube Shorts is becoming popular. YouTube itself, Twitter, all that kind of shit, and just Rumble. just seeing, just seeing if there's anyone out there. Obviously, has anyone ever used like a remote editing service from 
Asia somewhere where you can go, here's an hour-long video. Can you cut it into 50 or 60 little bits of content? Boom, send us the small videos and we do the uploading. If yeah, it, we, need if, like the, we need a third-year media student who has a major project. Well, I was thinking some, there's people that do remote, remote um, editing in Asia where obviously there's no minimum wage, so you can pay a lot less. And, and <laughs> I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not someone, to, I can't pay someone a hundred bucks a week to edit stuff. I just can't afford it at the moment. No, but what we could do is the guy who cleans our house, he could do it. And they only charge, they only charge $10. But seriously, if anyone's ever used any of those things, please let us know. Because uh, yeah, I, you know, people, I, only a certain amount of people are going to watch this. Only a certain amount of people are going to listen. But a lot of people watch little clips on the internet. And that is one way to get this thing fucking rolling. Well, if they do watch it, particularly after this episode, good chance I'll be in prison. Now, before we wrap up, a few things. You know how my notes are written? They're usually one or two words. For some reason, I've written Scientology down. I don't know why. I can't remember in hindsight. If you haven't seen the movie Going Clear, this is just off the top of my head. Have you seen the movie Going Clear? Yeah. Scientology, unbelievable watch. Please watch that. I think it had something to do with Tom Cruise. I don't remember why I was talking about it. Um, What's the British what... documentarian? Louis. That's that's a Louis one, isn't it? No, no, no. Going Clear is different. Louis does the one where he directs Louis a Theroux. movie. Yeah. Louis Theroux, who's one of my favorite people, he directs a movie about Scientology, casting people from Scientology in it. Very, very fucking interesting. No, he's done a documentary as well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a documentary, and the premise of the documentary is he's casting a movie about documentary. Okay. So to do that, he studies people. They follow him around Hollywood. Um, Scientology get into him. It's very amusing because he's like this sort of emotionless English guy. Very, very intelligent. Very funny as well. Um, but there's another movie called Going Clear, and it is a fucking banger. I've watched it at least five times. It's just... You just don't, you can't, you cannot believe. Well, I do believe the older I get, the I realize how stupid people are that you get captured in shit like this, but it is, it's unbelievable. Like they spend 15, 20 years, like you got to pay all this money to go up and up and up and up. And the final level of Scientology is when you're said to have gone clear. Um, and then that's when you go into the room and they show you the documents that talk about how it's all from a volcano and there's a spaceship and stuff. And that's where they, they do lose people at that point. So, but they make all the money going up, talked about how it started. It's a, it's very, very good. So must be why I wrote it down in my notes. Um, I'm going to skip over this one pretty quick, but a uh, bloke won Miss America in one of the a states. A bloke won Miss America. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. And not the whole thing, but like, you know, Miss America, Washington, no, definitely not Washington, but like Miss America, fucking Portland, Oregon, some shit like that. Bloke Delaware. One. Delaware. I, think, I think it's a Vietnamese or a, or a Thai, Thai bloke. So uh, well done to him. Uh, wish him all the best at Miss America uh, Worlds. What was that? What was, uh, that, what was that thing? Uh, so now even men are better at being women than women. Unfucking <laughs> believable. Unbelievable. Imagine being, imagine being like a seventy-five-year-old woman who's battled through real things, like had to get into the workplace, had to get equal pay. Yes, people are paid equally. That's another thing. Now this podcast can go forever. But who actually battled through real things? Now you're in 2023, and blokes win woman of the year you just, must just sit back and go 
What happened? Where have we gone wrong? Where have we gone wrong? We almost need a war, don't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that's a hor- that's a ridiculous thing to say, but let's let's wait until I'm not in Hong Kong. But yeah, um, yeah. I actually, I was talking to someone else who who genuinely think like not per hour based on like job selection wage, but like who genuinely thought that women get paid per hour, same job. Like if me and a chick applied, same like same everything for a job, I would just start on a higher base than her for no, no reason. It doesn't, doesn't happen. Of course it doesn't happen. Or companies would hire exclusively women because it'd be cheaper. But that blew my mind. Um, but yeah, people believe stuff. I was like, have you read anything about anything? Nope. Um, <laughs> that was, I don't know why I had that bit in my notes. The other thing is, there's a new movie on Netflix called How I Became a Gangster. It's Polish. It's about a Polish guy who rises to the top of the fucking Warsaw gang unit or whatever. Absolute banger. Must watch. Must watch. How I Became a Gangster. How I Became a Gangster. It's very good. If you and your wife or significant other are into really violent Polish movies, you're going to fucking love this one. Absolutely love it. Who isn't into that? that? I don't know anyone who isn't. But yeah, it's about Poland. We actually get listeners in Poland. So, oh, Chubby, this this is it. This is my last one. Yeah, no, take your time. So, I was walking onto the plane to Chinese Taipei. I'd already had a nice seat, so I wasn't worried about my seat. I'm walking past this first class. First class, man. Do you know how much it costs to fly first class? I don't, but you would know. (laughs) It's like like 30 fucking grand like it's it's something so exorbitant that you could buy a car like flying first class is when you have good money like that's how you know you're rich like rich 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 is when you're flying first class so I'm walking past this dude first class is pretty empty because no one's paying it and he's got a giant growth on his fucking head like it on his nose like like a skin tag but like a huge skin tag mm. not a skin tag to be sneezed at and people have skin tags it's all good and it was distractingly big. And I'm thinking, why are you spending 30 grand on a flight when there's something growing out of your head? Where the fuck are your priorities at where that is okay? Why wouldn't you just wait, like buy a premium economy ticket and get the thing that's growing a family on the side of your face removed from your head? Now tell me, is my brain not working right? Why am I jumping to that as a conclusion? That's well, priorities. It's a strong argument. It's a very strong. I should have spoke to him about it. Maybe he couldn't get it removed. But why would you spend that much money to just fly eight hours when you have something on your face that's making me look away? Mole. <laughs> moly, moly, moly. That honestly, that just that ruined the first two hours of my flight. I couldn't figure it out. Maybe he's got some sort of niche group of women who are into moles on your face. Um, skin tags and swords. I know there's some crazy shit out there, but the mollies, unbelievable. They Have also, you- they also, sorry, on this flight, you know, they do the pre-flight check thing. Firstly, if your plane crashes, you're dead. So stop doing that. It's very annoying. The lady, I don't like to put on my seatbelt because it's dumb. Now I usually just put a towel across my across my lap. The lady, she. She's fucking on to me. She's efficient on China Airlines. So I sort of just like tuck it in. I'm like, yes, thank you very much. She walks past, obviously didn't clip it up. She comes back over my ear and goes, do you need extender? 
And I was like, no, <laughs> I just don't want to put a fucking seatbelt on because we're flying 500 million miles an hour. And if we crash, the seatbelt's not fucking going to do anything. You only have I to wear it for five minutes. Yeah, I know, but I don't need my light and my whistle for attracting attention because I'll be at the bottom of the ocean. You know how okay? stupid people are? Uh, in You know, in Bali, sorry to go back to it, but during the COVID time, nothing changed. The only thing that changed was no tourism. Everything remained open. The only rule is that you could you had to wear a mask while you were riding your bike. That was the only <laughs> time you had to wear a mask. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. That is so stupid. <laughs> what but a great country. That's exactly was the point of this whole long thing was it, as part of the fucking video where I'm trying to watch some other shit and they pause it and they put on the other video where there's animations and they're all helping each other. They go, please remove your mask before using your oxygen mask. Now, if you don't do that, then you should die. If you can't figure out that you have to take off your other mask, which you are required to wear on the fly, to put on your oxygen mask, Charles Darwin will see you in the afterlife. That is the reason. That's the reason the world turns. If you can't figure that out naturally, then you, I'm sorry, you're gone. You're in that group over there. You're gone. You're done. So that was both flights. They said, please take off your mask before applying other masks. Too bad. If you can't figure it out, you're gone. And you know what? The world will be a better place for it. You must go. You must be gone. You have to go. It's just unbelievable. And they also said, so you're crammed in this fucking plane. Like, oh, you're crammed. Cram, cram, cram. Please practice social distancing when using toilet. I have a 45-year-old businessman asleep on my fucking right shoulder, <laughs> breathing into my ear. You want me to social distance when I go to use the toilet? How the fuck am I going to do that? I've got a guy sitting on top of me as we speak. I've never spoken to him. He smells like Winnie Blues, and he's sleeping, and he's breathing on me. He could be patient zero. Who knows? How, am I, how is I then social distance when I go to the toilet? Just save me. The era of logic needs to rain down upon us. I welcome the asteroids. <laughs> what what else has been bothering you? It's been a while. No, that's about that's about it in terms of things that bother me. Um, it's been a fucking lot of them. I'll tell you that for free. Um, All up, are you glad twenty twenty two is behind us? I think it makes no difference. There's your fucking punchy. There's your punchy thing. I think it makes absolutely no difference. Um. Everyone's behaving the same. I still think the world is doomed because people are stupid. We've taken all the technology from 100 years and we've somehow made it made ourselves dumber. Well done, everyone. You're all idiots. That's it. And that's my that's. I know you ask for a message every week. That's my message. That's it. We're, we're all idiots. If you deserve to die, you will die. If you can't figure out how to take that you need to take your mask off to put on the oxygen mask, that you do deserve to die. There you go. I said it. It's a crazy time, man. <laughs> crazy time. Anyway, uh, if you managed to get to the end of this, please subscribe. Review. If you can you review on Apple and Spotify, please. Preferably five stars, but if it's one star, it is what it is. <laughs> But look, like, let's be honest, if you're listening to this point, it's got to be all right. So go five stars, four at least. Um, please buy caffeine gum. I really don't want to get a job. Um, please keep that going. 
yeah, if anyone knows any video editors that are cheap, very cheap, I must say, maybe I should contact some of these highlights reels people that are out there. Mm, I've seen some bad ones in the last month. I've still been looking at them. Like, I just... Anyone, if you have to send your clips to anyone because they don't want to sort it out themselves, they're a shit highlights real person. If there's heaps of fat between clips, they're a shit highlights real person. If they don't put your best shit at the start, they're a shit highlights real person. And if they wear masks on airplanes and then don't fucking take those masks off, they're a shit highlights person. But anyway, caffeine gum, highlights, like this thing. I'm going to be a tenured professor of Harvard. And then the day I become tenured, I'm going fucking AWOL. You hear me, everyone? AWOL. That's a good way to end. I've got to talk to you offline. See you later, everyone. Bye.